Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, and in this episode, we're reviewing Spies in Disguise, plus all the latest COVID-19-related movie news. Let's get into it, Lee. Let's go. Okay, so uh, our new strategy for Popcorn Podcast moving forward is to look back at some major film releases over the last few months that uh, Lee and I may have missed in cinemas. Mm -hmm. So now that they're being released on home video, is that even a thing? Home video? I'm showing my age now. I believe it's premium video on demand. I believe that's the correct terminology. Oh, and who's paying you to say that, Lee? <laughs> no one. No sponsorship. <laughs> you just know. You just know what it's where it's at. Yeah, so you're talking Apple movies, etc. Mm-hmm. And then also those that are coming on your streaming platforms like Disney Plus. Yeah. So the film that Lee and I both missed, which was originally released out on Jan first, was the Will Smith Tom Holland Spies in Disguise animated film. Now this one, if you'll forgive me here, flew under the radar a little bit. Pigeon puns coming at you. I love my puns. But it's it's like a family-friendly Bond film, wouldn't you say? Yes. I mean, even even the opening credits was very Bond-esque, I think. Mm. So it just was taking a lot of influence from spy films in general. Obviously, that's that makes a lot of sense, but definitely Bond, yeah. With a Mark Ronson soundtrack, and it was such a Mark Ronson soundtrack. I loved it. I think, uh, uh, and he was a voice of one of the, uh, one of the characters, like just mm. a worker or something anyway i love all those where people working in the background on soundtrack or mm-hmm. cinematography or whatever all those cameos i know sorry mm-hmm. this is a tangent but you know peter jackson you can always pick him in the lord of the yeah. rings films and some of the yeah. other key key uh production designers art directors that become characters in mm-hmm. their own right as i think the lord of the rings films were certainly to be enjoyed to find out how they pulled them all together and so your richard taylor costume designer became one of those um main protagonist of that franchise anyway back to spies <laughs> no, that was quite a tangent <laughs> my goodness uh quarantine or self-isolation just i miss people and talking yeah i know <laughs> I just go 
a little bit about the story. I guess you said it has the voices of Will Smith and Tom Holland. Tom Holland plays an eager young scientist, like I guess like a Q character who makes the gadgets for Will Smith's spy character. Absolutely. And he's Mm. this cute little... the, the word weird gets flown around yeah. a lot in this film. And it, <laughs> flown around. <laughs> that was actually, that was unintentional. So that get that gets said a lot. And I guess that becomes part of a, an underlying theme is this kid being seen as weird uh, instead of uh, progressive and intelligent. I was going to say, I really enjoyed that nice overarching message that it had or underlying message that it had about how, you know, being nice is the way to go and how an eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. There's better ways to do things and weird is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, and I think that was those classic character development traits and Will Smith's character learning that new way of doing business or doing spy, Mm. doing his work. And so the character that Tom Holland played really did champion that sort Mm. of new position for spies and the way of going Mm. about how, how they save the world. And I guess the biggest point we missed is that um, Tom Holland's character accidentally turns Will Smith's character into a pigeon. Yeah, so probably the main plot point and and (laughs) lull of the film, which I think just in general, I I think it it sounds a bit strange, like he turns into a pigeon, like how does that happen? But the way that this is so beautifully written in all the plot points, and I think the thing that really carries it through is all the comedy beats were in Mm. all the right places. And I think that you, if you have a Will Smith pigeon spy, you're thinking <laughs> yeah. this spells disaster, but it's just so good. Yeah, the physical comedy was absolutely my favourite thing about this. Just the, the lols, as you said, that come from pigeons. Like, you wouldn't have thought about it, but it's so funny. Like, rolling around on their feathers and oh being God. able to see their butt at the same time <laughs> as they can see what's in front of them. So, it's educational. You learn a lot what pigeons see. Yeah and how they operate. And I think there were the, yeah, those traits of pigeons that were woven physically, like you said, com- comedically into the story mm. and, and the little posse of, of pigeons with all different uh, skills or quirks about them and how they yeah. played a part in saving the day, if you will. Yeah. It's really, really fun. Yeah. And also it was about learning to work as a team, I guess. Mm, definitely. A pigeon team. <laughs> I think I would like to mention... Mm. A few things. I think the aesthetic of this film, the animation was amazing. Mm-hmm. I think, and, and you really got a flavor of what you were in for mm. in that opening fun action scene. Like it was just so cool, that opening before you go into the Bond like credit sequence. Oh, absolutely. And I love that it was a simple story, which some people might think works against it, but it's just, it's perfect for kids. As we said, it's like a, it's like a kid friendly or family friendly bond film. And this is perfect for keeping the kids entertained during this really trying time. Absolutely. I mean, you've got Frozen 2, which has been fast tracked to Disney Plus. Mm. We'll mention that Artemis Fowl is coming to Disney Plus soon instead of going to cinemas. You've got Spies in Disguise. Absolutely check that out. Like we've said, it's, it is. There's so many films for parents to be like, thank you, Jesus. Put this film <laughs> in front of my kids to help them through these times uh, stuck indoors. Now, you said that the the like it is perfect for kids. I completely agree with you. But just like its predecessors in this genre, like Shrek, etc., and there's so many, mm. I felt like that there was so much adult humor throughout this film as well, mm. which is a big charm of animated films, especially when you're sitting down as a family and you're like, oh gosh, I have to sit through this film because mm. my five-year-old loves it. 
but I think that this will have a lot for adults. Some of it was a bit, it was more adult than I anticipated and it kind of knocked the wind out of me, some of the things I was saying or alluding to. Really? Mm. Yeah, it was quite cheeky at times, which I bloody loved. So watch out as the parents out there or even just young adults like ourselves. uh, Mm -hmm. If you want to catch this film, there's a lot in it for you. You don't just have to be a kid to enjoy it. So how many popcorn kernels would you give it? Or was there more you wanted to say about it? Oh, I think there was just one more thing. I think Ben Mm. Mendelsohn in real life and animation is just the perfect villain. Isn't he great? Yeah. He's so fantastic. I love his voice. I love the physicality that he brings. Even if he's animated, his voice kind of just transforms an animated character. It's just brilliant. And Australian accents can be really quite jarring in animation, but his just, it works because he's the villain. Totally. Totally. I'm so glad you brought up the Australian accent because I was pleasantly surprised that he had kept that and that was the mm. direction he was given and it really, really worked. Yep. Not to say that all Australians are evil and that's what makes it work. <laughs> but It makes a good villain accent. There you it go. does. You're right. Who yep. would have thought? How many popcorn kernels, Lee? Um, I really enjoyed this film. I think it was a perfect mm. weekend escape. It was funny. It was beautifully animated. It was a simple but effective story. Brilliant voice talent by mm. Tom Holland, Will Smith, and, and the supporting cast. So I think I'm going to give it four, four popcorn kernels. Wow. Mm. I was going to go three and a half, but because we're so excited and I'm all caught up in this excitement, I'm going to agree with you and give it four as well. Yeah. I'm going to bump pop- it up a half. <laughs> you left the microwave on just that little bit longer to get that extra popcorn. Yeah. Not to pop before it burns. Um. Yeah, as I said, I'm really, I'm really quite surprised that this one flew so under the radar. Um, no pun intended that time, but it, it's a, it's a real gem. So check it out. It is, it is. All right. So yes, you can rent that on Apple Movies for like five ninety nine yeah, at the moment, or Foxtel as well. Yeah. Ah, totally. So there've been quite a lot of movements again this week as things start to settle down. Now studios are starting to make some decisions about where things are going to land. Sony Pictures in particular has released its new look slate. They put Ghostbusters Afterlife has moved from July this year to March 5, 2021. Mm. Morbius, the superhero film starring Jared Leto, has been pushed back from July to March 19, 2021. And speaking of Tom Holland, he was starring in a video game adaptation called Uncharted, which went from March next year to October next year. I mean, we have alluded to this already on the podcast, but 2021, man, that is getting yep. very, very crowded. So I think that there's you'll find that a lot of other films will kind of be shifted to the 2022. And this mm. next lot list of Disney mm. uh, films really does uh, highlight that trend. Tell us about the Disney films, and then I, I want to make a little bit of a comment. I think Disney are being a little bit ambitious here. Do you think? Do you think they're locking mm. in too many? Too early. Too still. early. Mm. Mm. But go ahead. Tell us. Tell uh, us what we've got. Yeah, sure. Okay. So this, I've there were too many in mentioned. So I'm just kind of like on on a website here, just reading through. So we mentioned briefly while we were reviewing Spies in Disguise that Artemis Fowl that was mm. originally going to be Memorial Day, mm. which I think is end of May time in the US, mm. something like that. And that's now moving to a Disney Plus release. That one had a lot of delays. So it was a bit beleaguered with the um, whole Harvey Weinstein issue and also with the merger between Fox and Disney. So that one was, it was an uphill battle for Artemis Bell. And I think mm. they've just cut their losses and sent it straight to Disney Plus. And I don't think it was a particularly cheap film, but I have a feeling no. that 
there's something else wrong with it, that it's not quite right. And they've kind Mm. of had to try and tweak it and fix it. And I think that not that you bury a film on a, on a, on an SVOD platform anymore, because so many people have these services and they do Mm. stand out and make a lot of noise. But I feel like it's kind of, well, I see this as they don't particularly feel confident. It was going to make a whole bunch of money in the box office and then cutting their losses, like you said, and, and chucking on Disney plus. So basically we, have a whole bunch of the Marvel MCU film releases for phase four and Black Widow has now been moved to November. And so what that has done is set on this chain reaction Mm. of every other announced film release within the MCU has been shifted into the previous, like the next slot, the next slot, and they're all Mm. just being blah, blah, blah. That's what we talked about over the last couple of episodes. Mm. We were saying that was going to have to happen. Because there's a continuity about the MCU. You Mm. can't just shift Black Widow, I assume, in between Eternals and Shang-Chi. So they Mm. have to follow that order. So, I mean, there's too many to list, but basically they're just going from the different time slot. And and Disney have, well, certainly with Marvel Studios, have given us release dates right up until Captain Marvel 2 for July 8, 2022. So, I mean, Hmm. I feel like that plays into your comment earlier that they're being a little bit ambitious. But however, MCU lock in these dates. They're like confident. They're like, this is our playground. And I think they need to continue Hmm. that front and say, we own this spot now again even though it's it's shifting one thing i found interesting though as i mentioned before is that mulan has been locked in for i think july yeah july 24 which i think is way too early i don't mm. think that's going to happen and i don't think same with wonder woman in august i think we're going to see another shift with those well we've had jungle cruise the dwayne johnson emily blunt film that's been shifted a whole year now so that's been moved to july 30 2021 such a hit for the rock it is such a hit for the rock he's fine i think he needs a bit of a breather because he does not stop yeah true working and it's also we could just have a year without another dwayne johnson film in my opinion Mm. we've also got the 20th century studio film releases so ryan reynolds comedy free guy something that i'm really Mm. looking forward to seeing so that's been moved from an early july release to a a mid-december release I think that's probably safe, but the July and August releases, I think we're we're going to be seeing the effects of this for months to come yet. And I think that's maybe a little bit too ambitious. And I mean, it all comes down to even if the worldwide other markets, international markets are up and running and open for business, it's the US market that really determines a release schedule half the time. Mm. So if you've still got a country who's in lockdown, like the US, then, you know, our distributors going to just move forward with international release dates and and shift the u.s ones i think it could get a bit messy i think they're trying to yeah. find some synergy and, and continuity here yeah there are two that are unshifted so steven spielberg's west side story and ridley scott's the last jewel there december 18 and 25 respectively also indiana jones five because we need another one so they're still trying to lock <laughs> down the new director in james mangold and that's been yeah. moved from July 9, 2021 to July 29, 2022. I mean, mm. at this point, like, how old is Harrison Ford going to be? Like, it's a whole other year shifted. Mm. So, and I mean, who knows? But uh, I think that's kind of touching on most of those films. Well, there's one in there that you didn't mention. That's New Mutants. It has had a really tough release story as well. It's been pushed back. It was originally meant to be out in 2018 and they did reshoots and then they had the merger and then now COVID-19. So that has just doesn't have a release date. I've got a feeling that one's just going to get buried under the rug. 
yeah, unfortunately. I, I mean, one day we will see that poor bastard of a film, but mm. I actually think it was meant to come out in 2017. I could be wrong. Mm. At least I believe they started like filming said. at least, but the, the cast in it was so young when it started filming mm. and now they're so old. <laughs> it's like they couldn't do reshoots. So the movie's stuck where it was, I think, mm-hmm. now. And it is as it is. And if it's not good enough, then they're going to throw it under the rug, as I said. Yeah. I mean, it has to be a standalone because the, the mutants or the X-Men will now play a part in the MCU since the merger. So mm. I wonder what relevance this has anyway. That's become, New Mutants has become a casualty of circumstance, unfortunately. Mm. And so is Uncharted, that Tom Holland video game Mm. film that you mentioned earlier that has been in development hell and that's been pushed out as a result of all this stuff Mm. that we're talking about so i mean there's a few films that are kind of will we ever see them will they ever see the light of day now lee i know you're really upset about this next i am devastated about this tom cruise has announced that we'll have to wait a little longer we've waited 34 years for the sequel to top gun we're going to have to wait a bit longer it's coming on boxing day to australia which is a big release window for the Australian market. It is actually, and I think it'll do really well there. I mean, Mm. it was going to do well anyway, but that's an extra boost to have it on Boxing Day. Absolutely. Now, we have a list of plenty of new 2020 movies that you can see at home right now. Mm -hmm. So what have we got in the first couple, Lee? Well, Onward has been brought forward to Disney+. Plus. You can see the Pixar Disney animation about two brothers trying to connect with their father with the voices of Tom Holland again. (laughs) He's really having a moment. And Chris Pratt. We've also got Bloodshot. So that's the Vin Diesel starring enhanced super soldier film. So you can catch Mm -hmm. that at home on your couch. The Invisible Man, which we reviewed and absolutely loved, is a twist on the classic Universal Monster. Definitely check that one out. Definitely and check out our review too. And Midway, so that's based on the World War II Battle of Midway with an all-star cast, so you can catch that at home now too. The Gentleman is Guy Ritchie's gangster flick starring Matthew McConaughey and Hugh Grant. You can see that one too. (laughs) You can see all these. You can see all of them. All of them. Let's keep listing. We have Just Mercy based on the true story of a young lawyer's fight for a wrongly convicted man. And Miss Fisher and the Crypt of Tears, which is an Aussie-made murder mystery starring Essie Davis as a glamorous private detective. And last but not least, we, well, maybe least, I didn't really like it. We had Birds of Prey, <laughs> uh, which is yeah, oh, wow. uh, which is Harley Quinn's solo film starring Australia's Margot Robbie. So we've reviewed that But we that love recently. Margot Robbie. We loved her performance in it, didn't we? Oh, definitely. Didn't we? we did. Tim, didn't we? Didn't yes. we? Pop some kernels <laughs> for Margot. Um, yeah, so obviously there's a list of films here that hmm. we haven't reviewed yet. However, now that these are all out, and to be enjoyed, and some of those that we missed in cinemas, like we mm-hmm. mentioned, we'll be reviewing these for you over the next couple of weeks just to help you navigate through that endless Netflix stand. What you should pay for. What you should pay for. Because some of the some of the rental prices are quite pricey. Yeah, I mean, I caught Mortal Engines, a 2017 film that I missed in cinemas, you know, what, three years ago, and that mm. was two ninety nine to rent. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And but I things actually, like The Invisible Man and maybe... Um, the gentlemen, like titles like that, the newer ones that were just in cinemas or didn't quite make it to cinemas, you're looking at a $30 price tag for those mm, to rent. Mm. Yeah, it's quite extraordinary. But we, mm. you know, have a, have a look around and base your purchases off Popcorn Podcasts with Liam yes. and Tim. We'll tell you what's worth your money. 
your one-stop shop. All right, Lee, this has been a fun episode. Thank it you, has. everyone, for tuning in. Uh, check out Spies in Disguise. It is so Definitely. worth it. Sit down with your kids or with your partner. It is a lot to enjoy from, from this mm-hmm. one. And we'll be back again next week with another review for you. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.